everybody. Thank you for checking out Performance Anxiety on the Pantheon Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mark, and I want to thank our sponsor, AKG, for setting us up with their Podcast Essentials Kit. The Lira mic and headphones are the perfect way to start a podcast if you've ever considered starting your own. 13-time Offbeat Magazine Accordion Player of the Year and two-time Grammy nominee Dwayne Dupsey jumps on the podcast. He's got Zydeco in his blood. His family created the genre. He was going to play Zydeco and there was no backup plan. We talk about his music, playing some unusual cover songs, and the possibility of a Zydeco concept album. I still don't think he's completely sold on that yet. We disagree about whipped cream frosting, discuss him being ranked as a reason to visit New Orleans, and his being the Ric Flair of accordion. Check out the new album from Dwayne Dupsey and the Zydeco Hellraisers Set Me Free wherever you get new music. Follow him at Dwayne Dupsey on social media. Follow us at Performance ANX on social media. And we accept coffee at ko-fi.com slash performanceanxiety. Merchandise is at performanceanx.threadless.com. Now get ready to start moving with Dwayne Dupsey on Performance Anxiety, part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Okay, all right. You are listening to Performance Anxiety with Dwayne Dupsey. All right, man. Accidentally hit pause. That's, it's been that kind of day. Uh, <laughs> oh man all right well hey thank you for for joining me this is gonna be really cool definitely definitely i've been listening to the album i love it thank you thank you and i you know i'll be a hundred percent honest i am not really familiar with a whole lot of zydeco in fact the two biggest names in zydeco i know are you and cory ledette no <laughs> so yeah. Gotcha. Both accordion players and both guests on the podcast. There you go. But I will tell you what, man, between listening to you two guys, I really love it. I've really, really gotten into it. It's uh I remember growing up and hearing it and thinking, oh, that sounds like old old people music. Mm-hmm. But damn if I don't love it now. It's just I don't know. I you guys are doing something to it that's making me just it's making me happy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's 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 radical music. It's very happy music. Definitely. I yeah, and I'm really feeling it. What I want to know a little bit is is how you get into it in the first place. Like, uh, your your family is basically Zydeco royalty. It's I mean, you guys, your whole family, basically laid the foundation for the whole genre, right? Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. My 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 father was one of the pioneers of this style of music late 50s, 60s, so, you know, he was uh, definitely putting it down so, uh, you know, it could carry on. And he played with legends like like Clifton Chenier and all, right? Is it that? Oh, yeah, yeah. How did he, I guess the question I should ask is, how did you get into it? I and mean, it's, to me, it's not a genre that I can see, like, a, a teenage boy really getting into, but maybe if, you know, if you grew up in it, it might, maybe it's different. Right. Well, I mean, it's it's not really no different than, you know, uh, a guy or, or a girl getting into the family business if they're, you know, goat herders or meat producers or, you know, in the car factory. So, you okay. know, my, my family was into music, so it wasn't really hard for me. What really got you into the accordion? Because there's a lot of different instruments that you could have chosen 
to play mm-hmm. Zydeco with, but accordion. That's again not something I see a lot of young men gravitating towards. That's you know drums, electric guitar, mm-hmm. but you chose the accordion. Well, uh, accordion and Zydeco is the lead instrument, so I wanted to be the lead instrument. You know, I didn't want to be the backup instrument. <laughs> ah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. How did you really start getting into? playing the accordion i mean was there one in the house or is it something you oh, asked yeah. oh yeah yeah i mean i you know uh more just got into it not just listening to my father's music but you know messing with it and playing with it sitting on the floor trying to figure it out and uh you know it just it, it just kept my interest you know but you're yourself taught right mm-hmm. yeah tell me how how you went about teaching yourself how to play the accordion uh you know watching uh studying you know i would study my father's fingers you know everybody that was a great accordion player from clifton to my father you know to people like that i'd study their fingers and you know watch their hands and you know listen to the notes and in my head just let it make sense you know and distinguish each note as their own individual person oh wow that's that's interesting that's really a different way to look at i never thought of it as looking at and each note is its own entity. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Did you actually record yourself or re- watch videos of your dad playing and then record yourself and, until you got it perfect? Is that is that mm-hmm. actually how you did this? Yeah, with the old camcorders. <laughs> <laughs> so you were really dedicated at a, even at an early age then. Oh, no. Yeah, I was. There was I, I didn't want to do nothing else. I, I wanted to do that. So, so there was never any other option for you it wasn't like i'm gonna go study and be a teacher or uh, you know a scientist no. or anything it was you wanted to be in zydeco bands man i was trying to get out of school <laughs> <laughs> so was i but uh, i went a different route yeah, yeah. <laughs> school is great but nah it's just it just wasn't for me you know and the schools you know and a, a lot of the great musicians or sports players or or even some scientists. School just wasn't for them. So you, you, you really felt your calling early on. What, were you playing with a lot of family members early on, or were you starting your bands outside of the family? No, uh, I started my band outside. More just, I, I, was, I, I was alone from the start. <laughs> wow. Wow, you yeah. decided to forge your own path inside of mm-hmm. yeah. That's tremendous. So how old were you when you really started playing with other people and, and gigging uh, about uh, 16 17 okay so it wasn't too long after that that you actually got your current band the zydeco hellraisers together then right right well yeah that's when that name was formed it's been other musicians over the years throughout the years but you know uh for the the last handful you know 10 12 50 years it's pretty much been like the same guys. Oh, wow. That's still a pretty long stretch with, with you know, the same core group of guys. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to, uh, it's, it's, it's hard to keep, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to keep like the same band because, you know, you get some guys, you know, drug problems, uh, alcohol, or wife or girlfriend don't want them to travel. Or, I heard that one a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just, and it just becomes like a you know like a big issue so was there ever any desire to to 
do something besides accordion for you or was it, was it did you just live and breathe accordion i mean was there any any like man eh, maybe i'll switch to the electric guitar or drums or had it just been accordion the entire time accordion time time wow you said you have a core group of guys in the hellraisers right now mm-hmm. so who is in the band right now who, who are those core members uh drums i have uh, percy walker bass player i have dion pierre uh saxophone i have tim mcfadden okay guitar i have brandon david and on washboard i have paul lafleur okay paul is amazing if, if if this is the same guy that i've been watching those videos of, he's awesome that guy mm-hmm. is so full of energy on the washboards <laughs> it's he's almost like another lead player out there right yeah yeah oh yeah Oh yeah. So how did you meet these guys? How did they become the Zydeco Hellraisers? And how did you get that name? It's a great name. Uh, well, the the name came from a fan of mine years ago when I first started because I didn't have a, a name yet. It just was Dwayne Dupes and Zydeco band. And, uh, you know, God watched this play one night and he said, man, y'all are really raising hell, man. Y'all, y'all some Hellraisers. And I said, you know what? I like that. So I, I, I stuck with that name. You know, I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, in, in music, you meet different guys at certain times, might be with the other bands, but you, you tend to meet them. And, you know, when you need a guitar player or a bass player or whatever, you'll know who to call. And, uh, you know, I've always been lucky to, you know, some great musicians over the years to put in the band when it's time to have somebody to be replaced or somebody can't make it. So, you know, but uh, yeah, it's been a definitely a great run. When you started, you weren't actually playing in lo- like bars and 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 uh, venues, or were you out on the playing out on on like Bourbon Street, or how how did this all kind of develop for you? Uh, yeah, it started um, 1990, 1998 is when I first got in the French Quarter in uh, New Orleans, and I started playing. Okay, and um. Yeah, I was playing at this little place called called Lestradas. Was it just Five you by yourself? Week. No, no, no. It was it was it was me and uh I was playing in a band that okay. had the guy wanted me to be his accordion player, but it was uh Tony Delafonce and Friends. Okay. So but he but he was the bass player, but he didn't sing. So I did the singing, I did the playing and you know, then the bar owner came up to me one night, she said, You know, you you should get your own band because you pretty much have your own band now and and I'd been thinking about it for a while and I went ahead and talked to the guys in the band to see what they thought about it. And everybody was like, yeah, you know, if you make the move, we'll, we'll go ahead and come with you. Wow. So I did it and got another good bass player that I, that, that I knew, Mike, Michael Alexander, you know, and um, I, I got him on bass. And that was it. Was singing something that you always did or did, was that something that you were, you kind of just did out of necessity? Uh, I did it because, it, yeah, because it was necessary. <laughs> so, so it was, you basically spent most of your time as when you were young, just playing accordion, not, not concentrating on your singing. Never concentrated on singing. Wow. That, that, that came late. I'm like, Oh, I need to brush up on this too. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Cause for me, I, I would just be like, Nope, sorry. I'll do the accordion. I'm not singing. I can't, right. I'm not, I'm not doing that. But for you, just be like, yeah, I think I'll, I think I'll start singing. That's fantastic. Right. I love oh, yeah. that. 
I know there are different types of accordions. So what kind of accordion are you playing? Corey Ledette was, was a, a prior guest, and he tried to teach me a little bit about the different styles of accordions, different types. Mm-hmm. But uh, what kind do you use? I, I use a professional Italian accordion. It's a uh, diatonic Diet- that's, accordion. That's the one I was looking for. I, could, I couldn't remember the different types. So I was going back through your back catalog. Mm-hmm. And... I'm just, and when watching live videos and I got to tell you, man, I'm really blown away by the different things that you do. I mean, you've, you incorporate so many different types of music into your style, into Zydeco. And it, it's so unique. I mean, you, you've done a bunch, you've done a bunch of amazing covers like, um, Hey Joe and Voodoo Child, Beast of Burden. You know, it's just... stuff it the way you play accordion it's to me it looks like a very rock and roll style of playing accordion for um mm-hmm. instrument that isn't necessarily always associated with rock and roll right right was that natural or was that from playing on like bourbon street and having to keep the audience's attention or are you just naturally a showman uh i think it's all of the above okay you know, uh, as a natural talent, you know, I didn't have to develop it. It was there. I just had to find it. And definitely uh, working in the French Quarter showed me how to entertain a crowd, showed me how to read a crowd, showed me what to play, when to play, how to play it to keep people's attention for sure. Because, you know, especially in this day and age, unless you're doing something that's like out of the box, people's attention span is like quick. So Oh, absolutely. You know? And they're all walking around with their hand, their heads and their phones. Yeah, you know, like like you just can't be okay. You you got to be great or be good, like phenomenal, you know. Oh yeah, and you definitely keeping everybody's attention. I've watching the the live shows. I mean, you're kind of like James Brown out there. You're just <laughs> you're interacting with the crowd, with the band members. You just I don't know, yelling at people. <laughs> it's it's oh, awesome. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, you're like the James Brown of Zydeco. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I've been listening to some of your other albums, mm-hmm. and there's a couple things that I've, I've noticed. You're really good at storytelling with these songs. I mm-hmm. absolutely love the stories. You tell. Like uh, Andrew Jones, that's one of my favorites. The lyrics are hilarious. Uh, the music yeah. is great. I call him on the phone, he don't never answer, but he's knocking at the door when he wants a wide old time. Security. 
give me what I want. I love, although I am going to disagree with you about whipped cream icing. Because <laughs> especially when that just comes out of the fridge, that's that I love that. So I'm going to. Yeah. You like that, huh? <laughs> I like it. I don't, I'm not a big, heavy icing kind of guy. Like red velvet cake, I'll take the cake. That icing's too much for me. I can't do it. Yeah, I'm not too big on red velvet. Uh, I'm, I'm more of a, you know, like a white almond kind of, you know, icing. Oh, that, now that I can deal with. No, the, the worst, though, is when they put that fondant on it. Yeah, no, no. I hate that. That's like putting gum all over your cake. It's gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think one of the things that I like is your incorporation of so many different styles of music into Zydeco. Mm -hmm. The accordion is such a happy sounding instrument and it lends itself to a lot of different things. Heavy rock isn't necessarily one of them. So when I saw you doing Hey Joe, Voodoo Child, it was just incredible. When you added a little reggae to it, yeah, I guess added a little reggae to the mix. It was, it's even a more natural marriage, but it's, it's definitely got a unique sound to it. And that's a the great marriage. And for some reason, I am just blanking on which song that was. Oh, I think it was uh, Calling Your Name. Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Dreams, I'll see your face. Wondering who you are. At night, when I go to sleep, I see your beauty in my mind. Am I crazy if I want you? Am I crazy if I need you? Am I crazy if I love you? Yeah, you should write my notes for me because... Oh. I got you. All right, so there's a few things that are really notable with your career. And I, I, I want to ask you about some of these things. Mm -hmm. You've been nominated twice for Grammys. Yeah. That is amazing. What? How does that process work? Is that something that, that you send in your music to get nominated or does somebody nominate you how does do you know how that whole process works because i have no idea yeah yeah you have do you, you uh that all the record company send, sends in the, the music okay and uh you know people vote and on you know the grammy boards and stuff like that and see which who they want to nominate who has the best album of that year of that time so i've been lucky to be uh you know, able to be nominated and uh, sit in the Grammys. That's, man, that's got to be amazing. That's going to be so much fun. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. 
you're also the is it 13 time offbeat winner for best accordion mm -hmm. wow i can't imagine winning anything 13 times <laughs> yeah, no. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm, I'm like the Ric Flair, you know. Yeah. In the... <laughs> so, well, you you know you're a big dude, man. You, you probably could be the Ric Flair of of Zydeco. Yeah, to beat the man, to beat the man, you gotta beat the man. I think you're the man. I'm, there's no <laughs> way I'm coming after you. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> One of the coolest things I did see is that. You're listed at number 29 on 100 reasons people come back to Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, I mean, you've got all kinds of stuff that... Everything. Right there. I mean, probably, you definitely rank higher than LSU football right now, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, my dog's going nuts. Uh, somebody just came home, so my dog's going crazy. So I'm going to kind of just wait until they go come in the door <laughs> until I, before I go on with my next comment. I think they're here. He's, he's quieted down. How did you find out about that? What, I'm trying to find this, the, the list because I can only imagine. I mean, are, are there other musicians on the list? That I don't know. I found out about it because somebody told me about it and they, wow. and they showed me, but I never looked. All that I know, there's some food places, there's some restaurants. You know, I'm I'm sure there's other musicians on there for sure. But for me, the reasons would be things like Cafe Du Monde and right, you know right, right. Bourbon Street. For you to be ranked up that high, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, you've got a new album out. Yeah, set me free. So I was listening to it. I listened to it again on the, on the way home. And every time I listen to it, it, it gets me more and more into it. Like the, uh, the song, Louisiana Girl. Louisiana. Who, who is singing on that with you? Her name is uh, Erica Fox. Erica Fox. Because I think that is the sexiest Zydeco song I've ever heard. Oh, she, 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 did, a, she did a phenomenal job. She, she did a, a, a super great job. I met this girl right left yet. She was looking at me. Yeah, she absolutely did. And the let me pull up the track list because I want to talk about a couple songs in particular. I absolutely love Shake, Shake, Shake. Yeah, yeah. That? Yeah, that, yeah, that one is a good story. Is that a true story? Is that a story about you, somebody you know? Can you shed some light on that? No, you know, it's a, it's a story that I have in my head that, you know, if I lived in that time, you know, because, you know, how, how I wanted this, the, the, the song to be portrayed is like back in the 50s, back in the 60s. Okay. Down at the juke joint, you know, living way in the country. Yeah. Just people going out. And I know if I was living down the road from a place that they, people was going, I wouldn't want to go see, you know. Oh, yeah. So I, I'd probably sneak out the room and 
see what's happening and people dancing, jumping, and you know, and the guy on, on stage saying shake, shake, shake. You know, it's like, man. Trying to see what's on. And you know, I see people parking their cars on the side of the road. People running in this small little shoe joint called Sidecoes. When I walked inside, they wouldn't let me in. So I took go around the side. I was peeping in the window. I see people jumping. The people moving. Everybody had their hands on their nails. And I heard a man say it on stage. tell you that it sounds like it's a true story mm -hmm. your songwriting is phenomenal thank you I, I really appreciate it you could probably make some of these into short stories <laughs> and extend it beyond the you know the the three to four minute mark and, and just make it actually a, a story in and of itself so, okay i just had an idea here's something mm. you should do uh, here's me giving you Zydeco advice. How's that? This, that's, this is great. You should do a, with maybe possibly the world's first Zydeco concept album. Hmm. Concept. Like yeah. <laughs> You're like a prog rock. They've got all these concept albums where every song is a part of a bigger story. Right. I got you. you do the, the Zydeco concept album. Like your version of Rush is 2112. <laughs> You're like, yeah, no, no, I don't think so. Uh, I mean, hey, you know, I mean, you know, we we could try a little bit of everything. <laughs> the you world's know. that might um, they the Grammys might ignore that one. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> so you got into Zydeco as a young kid. Where do you see Zydeco headed at this point? Do, I mean, do you see a lot of a new blood coming into it? Yeah, I see a lot of new blood, but they're going the, the, the complete wrong way. Oh, really? How yeah. So? They, well, you know, trying to uh, trying to mix rap and R&B with this style of music isn't going to work. You know, because ah. this, this music is bred and brought up on how it was mixed and called Zodico is because it was the Creole music was mixed with the blues. To make it, and, and, and Clifton Shinya gave it the name Zodico. You know, before that, it was called La La Music. And it, and it was only, you know, a guy with an accordion and were and rubboard. And that's that's what it was. It was La La Music, old Creole music. But now what they're doing is taking rap lyrics or pretty much, you know, with the, you know, sound effects and the little studio stuff to make it i mean really there's not if if you listen wow. to a lot of the music now the the new music is not even zydeco you know it's not it's it's rap music and you know i know some people say oh but you know times have changed no that's not true you're definitely uh, more of a traditionalist then yeah yeah because i mean you know i mean that no it, it doesn't matter how you play blues blues is gonna come out blues yeah you know, if if you play blues a little faster, you could play blues with a swing. You could play blues with a funk, but it's gonna be blues. You know. Oh yeah. You you can't take a gospel song and make it a reggae song. Is is not gonna work. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to take a shrimp and trying to make a lobster out of it, and it's not gonna work. Man. You know. So I don't. So I don't really. You know. I I I think after 
me and, you know, like Corey and people like that, unless there's a godsend comes around and he's playing, you know, I mean, and, and, and the other thing too is there's no more accordion players. Like nobody plays accordion. Everybody just holds their little instrument and plays one or two little riffs. And you can't play Zydeco on those little small, tiny squeeze boxes. Oh, okay. Because you really can't get nothing out of it, but eight notes. (laughs) Yeah. That's what Corey was saying. You know, so I mean, in, in order to play the blues and play Zydeco music, you have to play what we playing. I mean, that's it's just it's, it just doesn't work like that. Well, your playing is phenomenal. I mean, it it's it's not only just musical; it's it can be fast. I mean, mm-hmm. you you're basically shredding on an accordion to use a guitar term. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. I mean, like I said before, you you're a pretty big dude do you have to do the workout because of the way you're playing or is or is that part of your workout because you're just going to town on that accordion and it just i can't imagine doing an entire set just squeezing an accordion and playing it's just i would be exhausted Mm -hmm. no that i I don't i don't work out so i guess that that is my workout (laughs) (laughs) so all right so if you want to you want to get strong chest and and biceps play the accordion Play, play the accordion. That's it. And play Zydeco because yeah. you want to keep the tradition alive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the reason why Zydeco is here and, and so popular because of the accordion music, you know, accordion playing, the style, the the music, the the beat, you know. Uh, and if you take that away, then what do you have? You certainly don't have Zydeco no more. It's just you're just playing, you know. But. Even though you said that there's there's not a lot of young people playing Zydeco, they're you know they're like you said they're they're doing something else with it. Is there a a big audience still for the, for Zydeco playing that style of music? Uh, play, unless, playing your style for my style, yeah, oh, yeah. traditional style, yeah, yeah. Because I I travel. I mean, I'm I'm probably one of the only guys that travel year round. You know. Oh wow. Yeah, I mean, and you know, we we play festivals. I. I headline a lot of festivals. I do a lot of concerts. I do a lot of things like that. I mean, you, you know, um, that style, that style of music that they play is only just in the Lafayette, certain parts of Lafayette, certain parts of Texas, Houston, really. Okay. You know, maybe the other little areas around Louisiana, like St. Martinville, Appaloosas, but they can't take that style of music on the road because nobody wants to hear it. Uh, I've I've had festivals tell me that they don't like that style of music, so they don't invite them. And wow, so they can't they can't get to that next level until they change what they're doing. And you know, I guess they figured that it's working, or it had worked. But you know, now a lot of those bands that was playing, they're not playing no more. Because it's because it's because there's nowhere to play, and they can't get on the road because they don't have the agents, they don't have the record company, and no matter what technology that there is, you have to have that. That is a great point, and I think you you brought up something that I is really important. You know, you you said that you headline festivals all over the world, and 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 when somebody is going to a festival to hear Zydeco, they right. don't want to hear a hybrid. Of Zydeco no. and something else. They want to hear authentic Zydeco. No, I mean, and Zydeco, Zydeco music is raw, hard playing music. You know, they, they don't want to hear Zydeco music with some sweet little, you know, voices or guys 
putting like these, like the the stuff to like to muffle their voice. To no, I mean, it, yeah. you just sing. You know, that's that's and that's what I love about the song "Set Me Free" is the way you're singing on it. It is so soulful. I mean, it sounds like yeah. the good old soul singers from the exactly. '60s. And nothing about that, nothing about that, that whole song, the CD, anything has been, you know, uh, autocorrect. Right. No, everything is there, you yeah. know, mixed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, yeah. like, like add other stuff. No, 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 I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in that because once you do that, then you're not yourself. You're given a facade of what you think or what you want people to think you sound like, but you don't sound like that. Yeah, because if you play live shows, people are gonna hear you sing. Yeah. Hopefully, well, that's what they're there for, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and that's why I don't uh, get into the whole, you know, the whole style of the music that they have right now, because it's, it's like I said, they don't have accordion players anymore. Yeah, and they're not playing Zydeco music because if there was if there was playing Zydeco music, they would be doing the same thing I'm doing right now, traveling getting known more every day doing things you know and uh, but but they're not and uh you know i think until these younger guys that's coming up realize that they're pretty much canceling their future even before they even start oh that's terrible. well hopefully hopefully they're a little bit more like me where maybe they're gonna come to it a little bit later on down the road because like i said i did not have an appreciation for the genre until really getting to know Corey's music and your music and, and really sitting down and, and listening to it and getting that happy feeling that Zydeco gives you. Yeah. But you know, I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't think it's going to change because you know, they, they see one or two people, you know, doing okay. And they, they, they got the little teeny boppers following them. Yeah. So they're going to follow suit. But that style of music in this area also has brought a lot of clubs being closed because of the fights. It's oh, brought wow. a lot of places not one to have Zodico shows because they bring gun, gun violence. They bring stabbings. There have been killings. Wow. You know, and this isn't something I'm making up. It's there. You and know? That's, and, not, uh, that's not what Zodico is about. No, and that's not that's not what Zydeco music is 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 about. I mean, I've played probably about five thousand shows in, in my lifetime. Wow, I've I've never had a fight, I've never had a stabbing, a shooting. But every time when these bands play that negative, because it's negative music, when they, you know, if you put people in a negative environment, you're gonna get get a negative reaction. You are so right. That's you know, hundred percent right. And and I just think what they're doing is they're trying to promote a music. A, that's not even really the music, and is really giving 
the music that I love, that I grew up hearing, that my father worked so hard to put and other musicians worked so hard to make a name for is making it sound like a dirty word. Yeah, that's a shame because that's that's not what, you know, your family wanted. That's not why they built this legacy. No, no, no. So did the whole lockdown last year, did that have an effect on the album? I mean, was the album recorded during that or was it recorded before? Uh, it was recorded uh, at the end of last year. Oh, wow. So yeah. you guys were able to get together and, and get work accomplished during this pandemic. That's awesome. When do you think you're going to be heading out on the road again so people can catch from live Zydeco? Uh, well, I just, I just got back. Uh, I was in Iowa and Illinois over this weekend, oh, wow. and I've been traveling every weekend since, since the beginning of the year. <laughs> so I've been doing a lot of shows. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. That is great. So is there like a, a festival circuit that, that you would normally take or is uh, no. is it just weekends here and there? No, it's it's mostly festivals, a lot of concerts. Okay. You know, yeah, concert series, town series, stuff like that, you know, summer series. So, And you've made some television appearances as well. So that's, mm -hmm. you got oh, some, yeah. you've got an incredible career and, you know, this this new album, I've I've fallen in love with it. I've just Lafayette Boogie. Uh, that is mm -hmm. yeah. Didi Zydeco Two Step, and you do a Guitar Slim song. The things I used to do. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I man, I really thank you for keeping the tradition alive because I'm a newcomer to Zydeco, and I'm really, really enjoying discovering everything about it. And it's it's so everything's all that's so new to me. But yeah. I'm really really enjoying it. Oh, well, thank you. So, Welcome aboard. <laughs> <laughs> Where can people pick up the album? How can they follow you and keep track of when you're going to be playing? Uh, they can follow us on Instagram at, at Dwayne Dupsey or uh, our Facebook, Dwayne Dupsey and the Zydeco Hellraisers. We're always posting where we're going, what, what we're doing, pick up the album here. So it's, it's, always, it's always an avenue that they can find it. Or they could go to my website, DwayneDupsey.com, and check the album out there, get a T-shirt while you're at it, get some, some leggings for your woman, you know. So, oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. <laughs> well, man, thank you so much for spending your, part of your evening with me. Uh, I've really am enjoying getting to know Zydeco and, and, and listening to you because you, you've really kind of stretched it into some really interesting places, you know, with, with doing some uh, really cool covers and incorporating some really excellent genres, making just really good, fun, happy music. I, I, I really do appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 